attacked and other people, like Gav. Gavino. Gavino? It's a dream attack. There's something about acoustic, you know, songs that just touches the heart. Oh, I wanted to throw my panties. <laughs> I did throw my panties. Nice. I think everyone who listens to the Drunk Tank has a guitar. Like, there's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no trombone players. There's, there's the, no like, piano players. The violin guy. It's like going through college. Or, or maybe I just really like the acoustic guitar, and I just throw all those other ones away. How many? So people- you like every time a guy with a recorder sends one in, you throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking delete. Gus does throw his panties every time. Hey-o. Hey, it's a podcast. This is number thirty-five. Who knew we would last this long? Of hey, how many? I just, I just want to say I got in, uh, a lot of trouble from from now till the last time I was here because I wanted to talk about uh, Zombieland. And I was like, I'm not sure if I should talk about Zombieland. Zombieland. And Gus was like, yeah, go for it. And uh, needless to say, I got a lot of hate. Why? Males. People Why? were like, you spoiled it for me. Ah, yeah, fuck oh, fuck and I feel genuinely bad no, about it. No, no, no. By the time no, you talked so, about it, that movie had been out like three weeks. Feel, it's true. I feel so, genuinely bad about it. So, I mean, that said, I'm never going to talk about and Zombieland And you also again. said you were going to talk about Zombieland? They can I'm pause. Not, I'm not going to talk about Zombieland. Joel, I think you're wait. missing the point well, of the email. I will. I am going to talk about Modern Combat 2, though. He's never Modern Combat Two. What's Modern Combat Two? It's the sister game to Modern Warfare. Oh, sorry, Modern Warfare. Combat and Warfare Two. Last night, like ten times in a row, my wife asked me, "What's the name of this game again?" What's the name of this game again? I had to give her the fucking box. I was like, "Here, just hold on to this." (laughs) Anytime you're gonna ask me the question, look at the box. Why is that important to her? What the name of the game? I don't know. I have no idea. What is the name of the game? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It's not It's not Call of Duty 6 Modern Warfare no, 2? No, It should be called no, no. Call of Duty Kick Fucking Asshole yeah. all over the neighborhood is what it should be called. Because the game is awesome. <laughs> well, it's the asshole. I know. Really, <laughs> it's going to get to a really creepy level. Yeah. Not kick ass. Kick asshole. You know, brown shoes now. <laughs> it's good to have a specific I think every, have, you, have you played it all yet, Bernie? Or are you, uh, you still... No, nope. a little busy. I, okay. you know, actually, I can kind of set out this discussion because I'm not a modern warfare fan. I wouldn't say I, everyone else in the world seems to love Are these you, games. Why? No, no, it's not that I don't like them. It's just like I don't like. I'm really looking forward to Left 4 Dead 2 next week, and I'm, I have a copy of Modern Warfare. I will play it. But the last one that came out, which everyone loved and was the number one most played game on the Xbox 360 so far, probably. Um, I never played a single round of multiplayer on that. I have a thousand points in that game. I got them all in one weekend, and then I was done with the game. You I know, think I don't. Multiplayer I don't think in that game is great too. I think. I don't think I played any multiplayer of Call of Duty Modern Warfare either. I yeah. think I played it like two or three months after it came out, and my rationale was everyone's really good at this game now. I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah. gonna <laughs> subject myself to that. Yeah. yeah, but why? Like, why didn't you play multiplayer? There's one reason you didn't play multiplayer. Because of Halo Three. No. No achievements. No achievements. Oh, you played the shit out of multiplayer if it had achievements. I would but have it, felt it, obligated to, yeah, yeah. And it's a good multiplayer. It's very, it's very super deep, and it has like a, a reward system that I think pretty much works. Yeah, it's got a leveling system too, yeah. kind of similar to Halo. It yeah. seems pretty cool. Don't uh, you but, unlock better weapons as you get better? Yes. Yeah, that seems like an. It, you also little, get like points you can spend for doing good things in the game. Absolutely, and playing I, well. And the point you're about to make is just a little unfair. Is what you're about to say? Maybe for someone who's just jumping in versus yeah, give the level but, fifty I mean, a bazooka. You know, it's. It's okay. It's not as bad as you think. I didn't feel that way at all. Like, when uh, when we were playing it, when we had the challenge last year, Finch was in town, and he was playing multiplayer, and I sat down, and I played a couple levels, and I was no good, and I was still able to, like, unlock helicopter strikes and all that shit. I, I will tell you that it's, like, amazing when you first start playing the game, and then if you're actually able to kill one of these guys, it's, like, a super high level, and grab his weapon, and then you get used to his weapon that's got, like, a laser <laughs> scope, and blah, blah, blah. it's hard to go back. So you yeah. can you can pick up the stuff that these people draw? Absolutely, but it's not, you don't spawn with it, you know, so it's... That's cool. 
That is cool. Why would you need to spawn once you have the weapon? You I, kill everyone. It's one of those things where you have to play it, and you, you, you'll understand it after you yeah, play I, it. Yeah, I think I'm going to play Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer, though, can now I, it's out. Can I ask you a question about that? Seeing a, a potential flaw in that system, can you pick up your dead teammates' weapons? <laughs> yes, you can. Because while um, I don't spawn with it, I spawn right next yeah, to it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I feel like I don't team, know if there's friendly like, fire in that game. Uh, yeah, right. there might not be friendly fire. That's what it is. It's not friendly fire. Yeah. That's you're absolutely right. Not friendly fire. I um, see. Yeah. So that and that you know there shouldn't be. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I, I no. I think there should be friendly fire. I think that's People, an important you, part of any game. I, I, I don't like. The, I don't like the term setting. friendly fire. There's nothing friendly about it. But no. you should be allowed to boot anybody the first time they kill you. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah sense. I agree. Maybe not with a grenade. Maybe you get a pass with a grenade. What, what's your favorite? What's your favorite video game that's not a Halo franchise? I would. You mean a shooter game? Because I'm assuming that's yeah. what you mean. Uh, probably Grawl. I like those games a lot. More than Left 4 Dead? No, no. Uh, well, I don't consider Left 4 Dead to be in that category. Like he just asked me, my brain went immediately to Grawl. I think, oh, yeah, really? he was thinking like, like military. I was thinking style. the alternative okay. to I just modern FPSs in general. But no, but Left 4 Dead Two is right up there with Halo for me. The, that Left 4 Dead series is awesome. Yeah, it is. Is there a co-op? Is there a co-op functionality in Modern Warfare? Modern Warfare Two. Yes, yeah. uh, there is. Yeah. See, I feel, I feel like that's there's, another leap forward. There's a not not the single player campaign, but they have those. I can't think of what they're called off the top of my head, but they have those missions. You oh, can the special do, ops. Special ops missions. Those are co-op. Oh, I, I haven't done those yet. I haven't so done I'm them sure. yet. Yeah. And so there's achievements for all of them. Let me ask a really simple question then to all of you: Does it live up to the hype? Uh, um, I'm the least far out of everybody in this room next to you. Doesn't matter. Does it live up to the hype to, so to, far? To me, it absolutely lives up to the hype. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say something that's going to be weird, though, is that I'm not all the way through the game. I'm like 80% of the way through the game. And um, so without knowing the ending, I think the first one was maybe just a smidge better, but they're still both phenomenal yeah, I, games. I think it's a good game. I don't think it's necessarily better than the last one i think the last one was we i don't know kind of groundbreaking in a way right. and then this one you know is just you can only innovate so much beyond that it seems like, they like did, that, that last game was so close to to perfect they tried to oh shit they had tried to like up the oh shit value yeah. in this Ab- game absolutely and you get a little desensitized to it but it's still absolutely but it's still fucking, tremendous fucking great game and it's gorgeous and it's fun and it's really fucking cool and super stressful Mm-hmm. It also seems game. from the outside, it seems very story driven. Like people want to know, did you get to this part? Have you gotten to this part yet? Yeah, it feels more story driven than the last one to me. I can't um, tell you anything that happened in the last game. I remember there was a Ferris wheel. I remember there was a nuclear bomb that went off. I can't recall anything from the campaign, but I'll tell you what I can remember. I can tell you every single inch of that plane in the Mile High Fuck Club yeah, achievement. Dude. Because I ran that thing about 250 times. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can still see. I probably ran it. I did not get through it as quickly as you. I probably ran it 400 times. And I can still see it in my head. To Pretty much day. straight. Yeah. Because yeah, a, a run was about a minute, a minute and a half, if you were lucky. Oh, God. <laughs> wasn't the goal to do it in a minute? The goal is to do it in... Two minutes. No, it was a minute, wasn't it? We'll look it 50, up. 55 seconds or something like that? Yeah. This game is the only game that I play where it's like I play it on – I go through the game on one setting, like an easier setting, and then I will go back and I will play it on harder settings. It's the only game that I do it on. And, and it's like a game where you, you're playing it on the easy settings, and in the back of your mind you're like, oh, man, when I have to play this level, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. I'm playing it on regular right now, and there's some parts where I'm like, fuck, I keep dying and dying. Like, I cannot imagine playing this part on a harder difficulty. I think that yeah. this might be why I'm not as into the game as I as I was the first one. Because when, <laughs> on the first one, Bernie and I had to play it on Veteran first time through. So it was truly challenging, and you got really invested in how well you played. And you, I mean, you paid 
the utmost attention because you had to give it 100% of your attention all the time. And because I'm doing videos for Achievement Hunter and I'm playing it on Recruit right now, so there's no challenge, really, you know? And I think that takes me out of it a bit. So <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was I think wa- it, it might be a better game than than it feels like for me right now playing it on Recruit. I was watching you blow through some of that stuff on Recruit that I was, that was like making me so mad last night. Yeah, right. I was like, God, it's so easy now. But even then, I do have moments in Recruit where I get, I, I get stuck. You know, like on that breach thing where you watch me try like eight times. <laughs> yeah, sadly, it took you the same number of tries to get through the breach thing as it did me on the harder difficulty. Yeah. You know, Jeff, I know what you mean though, because last time I played it, we were doing that race for, to get all the achievements, and there was a massive incentive. Like, right. I could have won, and if I'd have won, I theoretically would have gotten something from you for winning. <laughs> um, and then, you know, likewise for you, you were playing, and you, you knew that if you won, you would get something from me, and then if you lost, you wouldn't have to give up anything. You knew that going into it. I didn't have that luxury that you did right. in that achievement, because we're now, what, two years now? Anniversary of Gosh, that? when did that game come out? Yeah, it was two years ago. Two wow. years ago. What was, what was the... The, oh, who the bet was remember. the bet was whoever. No, 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 that's not. not let's what, not. What was the, the bet was whoever would not finish the game first and get all the achievements first would then it's, tell the other person you have to do an achievement. Uh, that right, but I what, have. What, what what was that achievement? Specifically, I chose Dead Rising's Seven, seven Days Survivor achievement, which Jeff at any point in I the have, last two I years. I have an out for Jeff. A lot of seven days have passed since the last two years. I have an out for Jeff. What's that? Like I heard the story about Dead Rising being responsible, the game being responsible for over clocking the processor on 360s and killing 360s rumor total rumor but i don't know don't, don't use the word I mean, overclocking it's not overclock i'm sorry not over what is the what is the term it what? just it just listen i don't want to do this it. i'm not going to i don't want to get into the thing where i defend myself cuz that just makes bernie mad and i have to sit in this room with him for the rest of the day and he's going to be pissy with me all goddamn day and he'll yell at me about some dumb shit that has nothing to do with me so i'd rather just move on and talk about something else do you remember when you won the can you get 10,000 points in a week <laughs> I won it in three days. You won it in three days. How many? In how many days did I pay you? Uh, like three days. Yeah, it's pretty fast. It's a thousand dollars, by the way. Yeah, thank you for that. And in two years, you have been able to get goddamn video game achievement. You know what I did with that thousand have you, have dollars? You, have I have you, no idea. Have you played Dead Rising at all since then? In the last two years? You, yeah, yeah. I went back and played that, it uh, this year. You could turn that into oh, a video, cool. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Can we put uh, like we... a high pitch filter on his voice just for the rest of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? I, uh... How does that feel to not fulfill a bet? Just like I'm not going to do it. I'm t- I seriously, I don't want to do it. I don't want to get into it with you because I don't feel like I I didn't fulfill the bet. I feel like the bet changed on me. You know, the so. good news is that his wife defends him and says, oh, he shouldn't have to do it. <laughs> like, that's going to sway me in to, any way whatsoever. To be fair, my wife does not defend me very often. So. <laughs> She's not usually on my side. That is true. That is true. So when I feel like when she is, it's deserved. I heard that... Uh... Your kid threatened your wife with physical violence the other day. <laughs> she didn't. She did. No, it would actually wouldn't stand up in court. Millie just. She's smart. She just turned four, and she's starting to get to that creepy age. Like you can see this picture she she made me last night, which is Daddy and the Ghosts, which is kind of <laughs> scary if you look at it. I'll, I'll take a picture of that for the yeah. link dump. And uh, and then uh, yeah, she just turned four, and she wanted to watch a movie the other day. And Griffin said, "No, no, no, we're gonna go grocery shopping." Wait, she drew that? Yeah, Millie drew it last night. Uh. And uh, Daddy and the Ghosts. That is very, that's actually a little disturbing. It's pretty scary, right? Uh, but not as scary as this story. The other day, the other day Griffin uh, Millie said, Mom, I want to watch a movie. I want to watch, I think, Totoro or some shit. And uh, Griffin said, no, no, we're going to go to the grocery store. Uh, you can watch the movie later, maybe, if you're a good girl. And Millie said, Mommy, it would be sad if you broke your nose. And Griffin said, excuse me? And she goes, I'm saying... It would hurt really bad if you broke your nose. It would be sad. And Griffin goes, are you threatening me? And Millie goes, you'd have to get a new nose, and that would hurt. 
Wow. She yeah. did like a mafia style fucking shakedown yeah. on my wife. Did she get to watch her movie? No. <laughs> and she's going to be a pit boss when she grows up. Yeah. No kidding. Boy, you got a lot of nice things around here, mommy. <laughs> be a shame if something got broken. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so I don't know where she got that from, but I mean, she watches The Godfather a lot. <laughs> Aside from that. Between you and me? Oh, I'd let her watch the movie. <laughs> she sleeps in your house, you know. What I, I mean? know, dude. And she, uh, she doesn't sleep as much as us too. Like, yeah. I always wake up at like five in the morning, and Millie's just laying next to me, and I have like, a, what the fuck? Oh, you start locking so, your door. If she wanted to be dangerous, she could. I could wake up with a knife in my fucking stomach for all I know, <laughs> or with a horse's head next yeah. to you in the bed, or the cat's head. <laughs> be like, I told you to buy me the dress. <laughs> so. It's scary. It's definitely scary. I'll bet you'll let me watch the movie now, Daddy. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? I always want to suggest to somebody. We just passed Halloween, and on my neighborhood, there's girls that it's a set of quadruplets. You know, and I always thought if I had little girls, little I, girls, not like hot teenage. No, no, I mean like like four or five. Oh, okay, like, cool, like cool. your like your daughter for Halloween. I would have to make them dress up like the Shining Girls, <laughs> especially if I had twins. I would just have to do that. That would be one awesome. year. God, how creepy would that be? Yeah, that'd be fucking really creepy. But if there's three of them, then that, how would... Well, you know, you can let the other ones be strawberry shortcake and have normal childhood. <laughs> you know? While well, well, dad creeps out the entire neighborhood, <laughs> just stand in the window and stare at everybody. Nice. So, did you see that uh, EA laying off some people? 1,500 people, dude. Yeah. That's fucking... Really sad. That's pretty major. It's a shitty time of year to be laid off, too, I would wager. I, oh, yeah, I didn't even feel, think about that, too. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking horrible. I feel like they've reported their quarter like a week or two weeks before that for some reason. I want to think that. And they were like, don't worry, Wall Street. Next quarter, we're guiding up and our profit margins are going to be increased. Well, supposedly one of, the, one of the reasons they had to lay off 1,500 people was because they bought some casual game company and they needed to free up some yes. cash. Two hundred fifty yeah. million dollars for what was it, Joy Walk or something? I've never heard of the company. Yeah, it yeah. does like it does games for like Facebook and Twitter and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, and they're talking about this now. Like a lot of developers are saying, you know, if there's not a million dollar development of a game for like an iPhone going on right now, it will happen soon. Like, oh, really? That's, that's where we're going. I think. I would think we got to be getting close. I mean, we have Assassin's Creed for the iPhone at this point. I, I think a lot of dollars are flowing into that. Yeah, into that space. There's a lot of cool stuff in the iPhone now. Civilization's on there. SimCity's on there. Mm-hmm. And they're very robust games. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Oregon Trail's on there. No kidding. Is it really? Oh, is it really? Yeah. It's like a... Oh, shit. My wife will get that. It's like a fucking 70 megabyte download. Now get it. Maybe bigger. Yeah, it's pretty serious. It's good, too. I played it. Wow. I got to Oregon. <laughs> nice, dude. Congratulations. My, my son died on the way. I think, the I cholera. Think, I think an eagle picked him up and flew off with him <laughs> or something. <laughs> You know, is that the lamest reward for any game of all time? You're in Oregon. <laughs> you made it. Congratulations. You ran out of land. There's now water in front of you. You can't walk anymore. <laughs> Which is too bad because you're in Oregon. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy our bland food and ugly women. <laughs> this is one of the things we talk about. My wife's a beautiful lady, but she's from Oregon. But we, uh, when we went on a, our first commercial shoot with the Wyden Kennedy guys, this was like three years ago, Gus, or so, maybe yeah, longer. Yeah, three or four years ago. We're we're based, doing, they're based like, in Portland. They're based in Portland, and like in like the coolest building I've ever seen in my entire life. But uh, they, uh, we were chatting with them about Portland because I'd spent a lot of time there because you know because of family stuff. And uh, I asked them how they liked living in Portland. They said, "Well, it's a bring your own girlfriend kind of state." That's the only thing I'm going to say about that. <laughs> really? <laughs> they go, really? Wow. That bad, huh? He goes, "Yeah, there's not a." 
there's not a looker there. <laughs> so nice. if you want to have, have a good time in Oregon, you got like to import. It's like getting to a party at 3 in the morning, you know, after it's already peaked. <laughs> and if you're a female <laughs> listening to this podcast from Oregon... Prove us wrong. Which is, <laughs> which is highly unlikely. Nudes. I was going to say, there's probably a reason why we don't post a lot of pictures of this podcast being made. <laughs> there's, there's not a bunch of good-looking dudes in this room in Austin, either. But what, one thing about Joel, though, I want to point out is that Joel is... Secretly a financial wizard. I don't think many people know that about Joel. He's kind of like a savant in a way. Yes, like Rain Man. Like incapable of normal everyday like tasks and interactions. But if you put a, like a copy of Money magazine in front of him, fucking yes, magazine. If it doesn't have power, that's always a plus, <laughs> you, you know. But like, he knows when EA reported their quarter, and and he keeps up with all of that. Yet I can't get my computer to boot up in the morning. If I, <laughs> if if Joel and I could get together, we could actually be the dumbest person ever we know we could create a, <laughs> a pretty decent financial team because i'm very good at predicting when shit's about to fall apart and he's very good at predicting when we've reached the bottom and we're about to start coming back up that's true like I, i'm good at storm clouds are coming and he's great like oh everything's fine when Turn we, around. joel's also good at telling you what stocks you should have bought nine months ago <laughs> that's true that is true but but I, I called it on the day joel, joel is the you king were there. of that i called it on the day i said it again and again and again i will forever remember that walk back from china i will definitely say this i remember dude i was like why don't you put your money in it then you're like i can't i, just, I can't do it i just can't do it i can't pull the trigger it's gone up like but, what 600 percent yeah <laughs> i will say that the, the second we moved our 401k into a new plan and we all had to like pick new 401k shit. I just went to Joel and I said, "Just I just handed him a piece of paper and I said, what? Just check off. No, you lied. I went to Joel and did that. Then you were, no, then you were like, that's a good idea. I did it too. And we both did it. And he was like, you want this. That's all you want. And <laughs> it's like, okay. It's doubled since March. It's doubled since March. Yeah. Thank Yay. you, Joel. Well, we, mutual fund doubling. Well, I mean, the, you know, the major indices have sure. like, been up huge. So Whatever indices means. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm good. I love the indices. You know, when you make a 401k plan, we made it, we actually have to pick 25 plans that then we can choose from, and then all our future employees will get to choose from as well. Future employees. <laughs> <laughs> Is EA hiring yet? Uh, so I picked 13 of them, and I left 12 slots open and said, Joel, anything else you want in here, basically, because I know nobody else gives a shit. Yeah. So Joel got to pick the last half of our plans, basically. I pick on names that rhyme or come close to rhyming. So. <laughs> I, I would think you, you would pick names that sound like boner. I did that, too. If, if I could sexually manipulate it in some way, I'd do that's, that. that's why we used to play WoW on Bone Chewer, because it was like the funniest thing. It's one R away from being the funniest server ever. <laughs> you know, also, when we sent out the prospectus for all the different plans, I'm pretty sure that Jeff was picking his based on the cover art. <laughs> The hotter the chick, the more money, right? That's, that's an excellent point. Yeah, it, it, hot like, chicks are surra- hot chicks are attracted to money. Look how we big those that. fake boobs are. Yeah. It was totally those depending on the cover of the prospectus what the happy retired people were doing. Like if they were at home, <laughs> not so cool. If they were out like on a beach, Jeff was like, "That's way better." Yeah. <laughs> I gotta pick that one. I don't want to be sixty and looking at my laptop or like garden. That's retarded. I want to play shuffleboard. <laughs> I'm gonna go with those guys. <laughs> hey, speaking of EA. Uh, we only talked about half of that story. Uh, in addition to laying off fifteen hundred people, they slashed their release schedule in half next year. I'm glad you brought it back around. I was hoping we'd talk about that. Yeah, that's just the crazy thing to me is that they went. They're going to go from releasing fifty to sixty titles next year to thirty. Well, the, where where's EA at right now? Right? I mean, it's like the Madden franchise. Like that didn't do very well, right? The, no, Madden's done really well this oh, it year. Has. It has. It has. It well. rebounded in the second month and oh, it did, did really well. It's up like three percent over last year's Madden. How did Brutal Legend do? Brutal Legend, I don't know. I don't know how. I, well I know Madden disappointed on the did, Wii, but I mean that's yeah, but that's that's no surprise. Did they ever sell that weird lawsuit about Brutal Legend? Yeah, I think so. And also the 
Yeah, it was Brutal Legend. Yeah, they did because they couldn't have released the game until they settled um, it. What lawsuit's that? Act- oh, it was a weird thing where like Activision and EA were fighting over Brutal Legend, who had to take it. And then it turned out to be an awesome game. I don't really understand what happened. I think what happened was, you remember Activision acquired, when, when Activision acquired Blizzard last year, you know, they acquired several companies at the same time. And one of the company, and, and after they acquired all these companies, they looked at the projects they were working on, and then there were certain projects that they cut off. Like Ghostbusters was one. Yeah. Uh, Brutal Legend was another, and there were just a bunch of titles. Wet was another one of them. Uh, I think Fifty Cent might have been one. Yeah, too. Blood, Blood on the Sand was another one, and they just cut them, and so other publishers had to pick them up. But I think Brutal Legend was like the one exception amongst all of them. I think they cut it, but there was like some confusion about whether or not someone else could release the game. It's weird too because yeah. Ghostbusters and Brutal Legend were great games. You know, I really enjoyed Ghostbusters, and Brutal Legend is just fucking tremendous. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I, I yeah. hope there's a Brutal Legend too. Right? I wish that all video games had stories that well written and engrossing. You know, you yeah. get spoiled by stuff like that. And it's and it had like humor to it. And it was yeah. funny. And it was like not. It's like everything's so heavy. Like Cold Duty's heavy, heavy, heavy. Brutal Legend wasn't heavy. No, I not thought, at all. You know, it's like nice. It's a it's a show your friend who doesn't play video games kind of game. I should yeah, clarify yeah. what I said. Activision didn't acquire Blizzard. Activision and Blizzard merged. merged right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, I think that video games are getting more and more like movies all the time, and that's what you just said right there is the way video games are, or excuse me, the way movies are. If it's not based on an existing franchise or an adaptation of a movie or a remake or something like that. It's like hard they, to launch, right? It's very hard you know, yeah. to get out there. And it's like you almost have to have a name associated with it or whatever, like with Brutal Legend. That's probably why they tied Jack Black to it. Right. right. Yeah, it's it's a real shame because especially EA, who had such a bad reputation for such a long time, the last two or three years has done, a, I think, a really good job of producing some pretty, uh, I don't know, groundbreaking and innovative games. I mean, yeah, the Legend been, is unlike anything you've played before. Mirror's Edge was awesome. Uh, Dead, Space Dead Space was really, yeah, really they've cool. Had, they've had some good new IP. It seems like a lot of the game industry is just rehashing and making sequels. Yeah. But it's, it's good to see uh, that new the new properties out there. Speaking of rehashing sequels, I heard they're, uh, they're rebooting the uh, Medal of Honor franchise now. Yeah, I saw that rumor. I haven't read the story. I didn't know um, what the deal is. I heard that there's going to be details in the months ahead. Yeah. Is, Why is wouldn't any, you? Why wouldn't you do is, that? Yeah, sure. I, I, is anyone else tired of shooting Nazis? Nope. <laughs> I never get <laughs> told. Really. I, I, it's <laughs> like the one group of people. you It's like Nazis and zombies are like the two times you can shoot people and it's okay it's true it's true. No, that, it's that, very that's true. why world at war had nazi zombies and it was perfect it was like the the venn diagram of killing <laughs> of acceptable that, killing yeah, yeah you know that left for dead 2 commercial that we made it's really amazing how the ratings boards don't consider zombies to be people and you can show much more violent things on a tv commercial because everyone just recognizes that's a zombie mm-hmm. and you even yeah. choose ones that look more zombie-ish so people won't mistake it for a person and then it's okay to hit them with the baseball bat. Boy, that is always a tricky, tricky thing because it seems like on every single commercial project, it seems like there's a different set of rules from the ESRB regarding what you well, can show is. and what you can't show. Yeah, they have a set of rules like for every scenario. And then when you do sports games, you have to bring in players associations and stuff. Yep. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, I can't remember if we talked about this, but that email. I think we have. That, did we? We, probably <laughs> yeah, talked, we talked about making a shirt out of it on the podcast, I think. Uh, the uh, the best the best rule to me is how you cannot have a gun barrel pointed directly at the screen or at yeah. uh, you know at someone who's looking at your advertisement. But yeah, getting getting back to the EA thing yet again, uh, you were saying that you thought Madden underperformed when it actually did pretty well. And then FIFA this year's FIFA is the fastest selling sports game of all time. Well, that's a global franchise, right? But EA like what's his name John Redicello or Resatello the uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, the uh, CIO of uh, or the CEO of EA 
pretty much threw Wii under the bus and blamed Nintendo for all their lackluster sales. They really? said that every isn't everything associated with yeah. The Wii they said going? that every multi-platform title uh, fails on the Wii essentially, and that there's just the that just there's no real market there. It and seems that like it's just a different they crowd. Sold, they, they, they 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 like he basically yeah it is a different crowd, but he basically said they bet on the wrong console during that quarter or during that year, and it just like it just buried him. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, Peter Moore's over there too. He yeah, left, he's in charge of EA he's Sports. EA Sports, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He left Xbox after the whole Red Ring thing kind of came to a head and sure. they recognized it was going to be a billion dollar loss to fix all that and then he was off to EA and you know now EA's doing that kind of stuff it's kind of like you know the industry in general is kind of you know I bet Peter Moore doesn't wear a lot of tank tops these days that's <laughs> want to show off his halo tattoo <laughs> oh yeah that's probably <laughs> true <laughs> that's probably true you know this was that gonna, real did he really yeah, get that tattoo I'm pretty sure this is going to date me a little bit but every time I see EA in writing electronic arts <laughs> I don't think of it in my head as being EA. I think of it as being EOA. Because really? the original logo for EA was a, a, an E that was square, and then the A was a pyramid, but between them they had a sphere. And I looked at that all the time when I was a kid, like when I played Dr. J versus Larry Bird. That was a great game. And I just got in my head that the, that, that company was EOA. And I thought maybe the O came from the in the middle of electronic, and that's where they pulled it out. I, I pulled it up just to prove that that was the I, original logo. I, 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 I remember, remember that logo. That. So to this day, I'm, I'm like that thing. That company is so misbranded in my head. I still think of them as EOA. It was, it was probably a good move to get rid of that circle. <laughs> yeah, why did no they have kidding. that? I don't know why they had. It. I guess they thought it looked cool. And they needed to space out the E and the A so that you could see all of Electronic Arts to make it the same size or something. It was probably something they could actually render in two bit graphics back then. <laughs> it was. Probably had to lay off a couple dudes for getting rid of that O. <laughs> they laid off the sphere. <laughs> that was their first cut. No, they laid off the curve department. After <laughs> Dr. J89 didn't sell so well, they had to do some layoffs, and Sphere made the cut. <laughs> Did you see also that uh, Star Trek Online has a has a ship date now? Does it really? Yeah. When is it? February 2nd, 2010. Or for the nerd-inclined, star date 6355.4.5. I was going to ask him what star date that would be. Guess who's going to be playing Star Trek Online? Who? Me. Are you? Are you? Yeah, well, my wife is a huge Trekkie, and she's into MMOs. You know, she loves WoW. And uh, so we had a conversation a while back about how I was explaining to her how obviously she and I are going to play Knights of the, or the Old Republic together, because why wouldn't you play the Old Republic? And she goes, I don't care about Star Wars. Is there a Star Trek one? And I was like, yeah, of course. Oh, fuck, yes. There's a Star Trek one. So now we'll be playing that. Well, don't you guys think that Star Trek lends itself better to MMO than Star Wars does? I don't know. We'll see. I definitely think it does. I mean, Why? Like, it's exploration and talking to people and being bored for a long period of time. <laughs> Large block text bubbles that you have to read. Yeah. And there's even, like, low classes of people that just get killed all the time. So it's, it's acceptable. <laughs> it's all about diplomacy. Yeah. Just don't roll a character with a red shirt. Yeah, no kidding. Then, then you'll be okay. What? So um, what does anyone know? What timeline does this fucking Star Trek Online take place in? Dude, I don't know. What does that mean? Like... Does it take place in the reboot timeline or the normal timeline? And if it takes place in the normal timeline, like where in the universe or when in the universe does it take place? That's a really good question. There's a lot of... Uh, that is a really good question. Like, are we going to be playing Nemesis or are we going to be playing, you know... I want to serve in Captain Khan. Janeway. <laughs> you know how I date all of the Star Trek timeline is on the letter of Enterprise that they're currently on. Because to me, Star Trek started with whenever they built the first Enterprise, and then they've blown up, like, what, six of them now? And they're on to F at this point? Yeah. So that's that, to me, is, like, that's how you date the Star Trek franchise. You think they quit giving him fucking ships? You think you'd stop building Enterprise? I mean, how, how much money is that? It's like, you did what again? Oh, god damn it. 
Get another loss this quarter. Yeah, you don't know what the lifespan of those things are. You know, it can be a long time. Where the hell do they get the materials to build all those goddamn ships? These things are huge. <laughs> hey, hey especially when you can't invade planets and take their resources, you have to like negotiate and be diplomats and play nice, true. nice with them. That's very true. And if they don't have warp technology, you can't interfere. That was that's the main thing that I'm surprised no one like everyone talks about that latest Star Trek movie and was like, oh, it was a good movie or whatever. But it's like that little caveat at the end where they change everything. It was awesome, right? It was great. It's just confusing. It's just, <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, it's totally not. fine. I don't know. Well, it's like you said. It's like, what timeline is the game going to take place? It's just so muddled now. And it's just, I don't know. It just seems like the okay, biggest. I found it. The game takes place 30 years after the events in Star Trek Nemesis. The game starts in 2409. That doesn't help me a bit. What is Star Trek Nemesis? Nemesis was the last, like, so, Frakes movie, it's right? the, Yeah, it was the one where the Romulans were trying to make, like, the Picard clone. and It was the one where Data uh, died, right? Is that a spoiler for a four year old movie? I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it might be older. It was the one where, where Data, Data like committed suicide to yeah. save the the ship. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> so Data will not be it's in a, the Star Trek great, MMO. It's a great if you guys watch the watch the movie, look out for the scene where Data kills himself. It's really cool. <laughs> so I'm gonna put, I'm gonna lay some money down. I'll put a bet with you guys right now. I'm gonna say within about a month of the launch, either before or after Star Trek Online that Fox News will run some kind of story about how it's socialist propaganda <laughs> to indoctrinate people. Like, what is the impact of playing in the Star Trek universe? I cannot wait to hear what Fox News has to say about Modern Warfare 2. Oh, really? Dude. I mean, there's I'll t- there, there's a level, and again, you know, if you haven't played the game, this is like level two. So if you haven't played the game, this is your own fault. There's a level where you walk into an airport and start mowing down all the passengers who are waiting to get on planes. No way, really? You kill yeah. every civilian your, in the your, airport. Your, your mission is to kill every civilian in there. I've ne- yeah, and I've never seen a game where you just see hordes of people just getting mowed down. Yeah, like when you I first mean, put the game in your Xbox, it pops up a warning and it's like, there is shocking imagery in this game. Do you, do you wish to have the option to skip it? And then you can either say, I won't be offended, or yes, please skip it. And they even say, this will not affect your achievement progress. Here's the question. Did you guys start mowing down? I didn't, fire, I didn't fire my gun at all. Oh, I was looking for people who were like hiding or hurt. And you, no, dude. Oh, yeah. I oh, walk- you took those guys out, huh? Oh, yeah. I walked very sadly. I tried to, like, stand in the way of people that were, like, hobbling around so that the, the guys couldn't see them. See, I, imagine- I tried to defend the people. I actually. imagined being in that security line, and I was playing a mini game in my head where I was like, which of these people would have taken the longest in the security line? <laughs> and those are the people I was going after. Okay, that makes sense I was now. like, you makes still have your shoes sense. on. You think you can take that bottle of water through the metal detector? What's wrong with you? You know? Okay, <laughs> it makes total sense now. In, a, in addition to the, uh, like, Bernie's Fox News comment, I think the thing that we'll definitely see is, like, two months after Star Trek comes out, it'll follow the path of all non-WOW, non-WOW MMOs. Two months after it comes out, they'll announce they have a million subscribers, and that's awesome. And then in another two months, they'll shut down 90% of the servers. <laughs> it seems to be uh it's like that's like the move right? yeah the, the move i think it seems like when the game launches everyone's always afraid that um they're not gonna have enough capacity to serve the players right and then they end up having too much yeah it's sad yeah i mean it's, it's better to have you know more crowded servers than to have you know totally empty servers with I, where no one's playing i totally agree yeah yeah absolutely nothing worse than meaning wow walking around and seeing nobody Hey, Gus, did you get your PS3 Netflix disc yet? Yeah, I did. I haven't put it in my... Oh, you did get it? Yeah, I got it on Friday. I haven't put it in my PlayStation yet, though. Uh, that's pretty cool that you got it that quickly, though. Yeah. I just started to read reviews about it, about I think, around Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, not very good. Oh, really? Was, yeah. I heard that it was very similar to the Roku interface. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I saw a video of the interface. It did look like the Roku. It looked like a little more elegant than the Roku interface, but uh, it uh, the complaints were all just that it's really slow. 
like oh. super slow off the disc. Well, that sucks. Oh, I yeah. guess that makes sense. That's a shame. Um, you know, did you see, Jeff, that the, the new wireless adapter for the Xbox 360 also came out? The N adapter? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't have an N network at home. I don't have an N network, but it makes me want to get an N network now. <laughs> can I? You and I live about three blocks from each other. Can we just... Uh, we'll see if we can hook that up. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up on top of a tree. Thanks. What's interesting to me is that it looks like it's black. Yeah, it does look like it's black. It's also got two antennas. And if it's black, that's very cool because they have stopped making black accessories. And I, I wish they would make them because the white ones... The white ones stand out. Um, you know, there's now a red console for Resident Evil 5. There's a green console. Now this is the Modern Warfare black and gray console. I guess the white one would work okay there, but the black memory card works better with every other console, even like the green Halo 3 one. Sure. You know, then the white one just kind of sticking out there like a buck tooth or something like that. <laughs> you know, and there's white chat pads that don't go with the controllers anymore. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. You feel the same way about your, uh, your tacos, don't you? Oh, that blackjack taco? Oh, God. I made these guys all try those black tacos, and they were squishy and disgusting. So they- if, if you're a fan of Taco Bell, you might want to skip that. I don't know what Monterey Jack sauce is. I don't know what that is. Fan, if you're a fan of your body, you might want to skip it. <laughs> yeah. If you live in Portland, don't worry about it. Or if you live in Oregon, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, you, it all you want. Now we're going to alienate everybody who lives in Oregon. This is great, too, because I'm probably going to end up retiring to Oregon someday and end up living in Portland for the rest of my life. Nah, don't do that. Don't don't retire where your wife's from. because Well, I, she's from Corvallis, but well, Portland's we, three hours away. <laughs> we, I have a little bit of experience of you know moving back where my wife is oh, from. Oh, yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They're not that interested. After. Yeah. After about five minutes. Luckily, I like Portland. And this, it's not like there's a lot of hot chicks to distract me, so... I'd like to retire to Australia. Yeah? I love Australia. I love Australia, too. I'm thinking... I'm, I'm starting to lean more towards New Zealand, personally. I want to go to Scotland. Bernie and, well, Bernie and Joel and I went to Scotland for a while back, and I could I didn't want to leave. That was the most chill place I've ever been in So my I life. guess once we're done and once we, we all retire, we're all going to move to the furthest corners of the earth away Pretty from much each other. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're going to see how many oceans we can put between we'll us. scatter. <laughs> we'll shut the doors and then scatter to the winds. Like, you, you oh, like there's only three continents between me and Jeff. How can I get a fourth in there? <laughs> Jeff likes those rainy environments, man. It was you know, rainy and is... cold or whatever, but dude, we were. it was just like the entire city basically existed to drink and facilitate drinking. Do you remember the, that? The one, awesome. the one thing I remember about and that. And the crepe was, trucks? The crepes and hot dogs? Come on, dude. You the, could, I could eat that every day for the rest of my life. The best hot dog I've ever had in my life was in Scotland and was served by a guy from, I think, Bosnia. Absolutely. And it was awesome. Yeah. Is that code for something? Yeah, no? Is it? no? Not the code for anything. <laughs> wasn't Slobodan Milosevic or anything, was it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> was it? <laughs> it might have been. Um, <laughs> it's disgusting. I've also wanted to try that kebab truck that's like over here at like Seventh and Trinity, a few blocks away from our office. You should do it, dude. I've never, I've never gotten around it. I'm afraid of it because it's across the street from that homeless shelter. I want to try the hot dog, the hamburger <laughs> red truck that's like five blocks down that sells Chesse burgers. <laughs> I, I went there once, but they weren't open. <laughs> they misspelled cheese, C H E S S E. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. A couple podcasts ago, no. a couple podcasts ago, I was making fun of somebody misspelling calendar oh, on, yeah. on the uh, raid. And the way I said it was they spelled it they spelled it D A D A R calendar. But that, that that wasn't what they, they spelled wrong. It was they spelled calendar C A L A N D A R. They didn't put the E in the middle. Right. Yeah. And so I sucked you guys in some kind of weird grammatical like we we'd, we'd, all, we'd all seen it. Yeah. So everyone knew what you were talking about, but everyone who was listening who hadn't seen it on the raid, of course, thought that we were all idiots. Yeah, right. And we didn't know how to spell calendar. Right. Which is probably, it's, it's, it, I mean, we did. That is pretty accurate. We were all like laughing. Ha ha, calendar, calendar. 
<laughs> and, uh, Meanwhile, Brandon's out there wow. misspelling everything he types onto the server. <laughs> you didn't out him in the last podcast. But you outed him this time. Fucking Brandon. You know, the two people I know that graduated from UT the most recently are Jack and Brandon, and they are both borderline retarded when it comes to grammar it's and re- spelling. It's really funny because, you know, we'll be walking down the street and Jack will be talking and uh, making grammatical mistakes, and then under his breath, I can hear Jeff correcting him. Oh, like Jeff doesn't even say it out loud. It's like under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> it just drives me nuts. Those, those two guys, it's the first time in my life that I've I've noticed generational differences that come up in different sure. conversation. Like we got involved in the, in the whole Yankees winning the World Series conversation where it's like these guys just don't have any – we got into this big debate about they – They don't know to hate the Yankees yet? Is that what you're They saying? don't know to hate the Yankees. It's a lot of little stuff. Yeah, that's like that. That'll come with time. <laughs> but um, I'm, I think I'm done with baseball. By the way, oh, are you? Yeah, are you, fi- are you finally convinced that it's fixed? You know what? There are so many oh, overwhelming problems with baseball. You know, it's like first of all, the most like the more you watch baseball, if you watch baseball and you're a fan of baseball and you're serious about it, you'll discover that at some point you're going to be watching what happens in the off season more than what takes place on the field. Because I've come to realize what occurs in the offseason means a million times more than what happens on the field. Hey, I'm going to go to lunch. Do you guys want me to pick you up anything? <laughs> I know Joel will be going for about two can hours I, on Can this. I just say, Joel, really quickly, uh, as a fellow baseball fan, I think the biggest problem with you in baseball, honestly, is that you're a Rangers fan. <laughs> it's, it's, that's, God, it's I true. I mean, that doesn't it's, help. It's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's like... Well, well, it's like they've created a sport where whoever spends the most money wins the games. It's like, it's like WWE wrestling. I'm, I'm a French like, army fan. You know, <laughs> I, only, I only date women that have kids already. <laughs> One day it's going to work out for me. Now you're, now you're singling out singled mothers. I love it. I love it. Well, you know they put well, out. This will make you happy. This will make you really happy then, Joel. Have you guys seen what Sammy Sosa's doing? They have to yeah, think. he's oh, doing the Michael Jackson. What is the story with that? <laughs> he's, he's he's pretty now. Yeah. Look at this. Look at Sammy Sosa, Joel. Look at him. Holy shit. And he swears he's not bleaching his skin. But look who he's ne- standing next to. I don't know who he's standing next to. A, an incredibly hot girl. And she looks confused as shit in that picture. That's Sammy Sosa also, Joel. Yeah, that's the, that, next, that's, that's the next. That was the, you're looking at the old Sammy Sosa. The hot girl's the new one. That's the that, after that hot chick. That's Mark McGuire. That's a whole different story. <laughs> I no. would never say that to his face. That oh is, Jesus, no! You get steroid punched. That is frightening. What's going on? What's going on there? Uh, you know, it's just age and a lot of money. You just kind of go nuts. I sure. Think, I think you have to. I think that's part of the process. I think if you have too much money. And well, too much time on your hand, you just go crazy. Yeah, what do you do to entertain yourself when you have everything in the world at your fingertips? You've got to get into some freaky shit. Dude, as long as he goes that route and not like the Steve McNair route where he ends up dating psycho girls that fucking murder him, you know? That sucks. Way to, way to kill the, the movie yeah, no podcast. Shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you guys really sad about Steve McNair dying? There's a big <laughs> Steve McNair fan group here. Um, uh, see, I, see, jo- like- Joel's disillusioned with baseball. I got disillusioned with pro football years ago because I grew up as a Houston Oilers fan, which is a, really a lot like but- being a French Army fan. And then, the, the, as far as I know, the Houston Oilers are the only franchise in the history of professional sports to be bought and then completely dissolved, and they're gone. Like, that didn't happen to the Cleveland Browns. They even made steps to make sure that didn't happen to the Sonics when they moved to Oklahoma. Yep. You know? You know, that, Oklahoma. That. <laughs> but I mean, you know, football has a salary cap, right? I don't care. I don't, I don't watch pro football anymore. I, really, I, I couldn't care less about pro football. Why would you care about a pro football when you've got the fucking, 
you've got the national championship of UT and Alabama coming up in a couple months. How awesome is that? Gonna it's going to be great. I'm excited. It's going to make for some interesting. Po- we're finally going to have sports talk on the podcast. I know it's going to be really fun. You think you're, you think the uh, Bama's going to make it by Florida? I hope so. I don't know. We'll see. Florida beat us last year. I think. I I'd, I'd like to see. We'll a, get our I'd like to see a Bama UT I'm national actually, championship. I'm actually. And this doesn't mean much to you guys, but I'm actually more worried about Auburn than Florida. At this yeah, point. no, that makes sense. The final game of the season. The rivalry game, right? It is the rivalry game. Yeah. We beat LSU. If we could beat LSU, I think we could probably beat Florida. Well, I just but... hope UT can somehow like get through the rest of its schedule without slipping to number 10. Nah, we can't. On the, on the, on the rankings. <laughs> well, we'll somehow. Well, there is A&M still. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, you guys whipped the shit out of Central Florida, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Why didn't that count? What a killer schedule <laughs> yeah. Texas has this year. <laughs> well, I mean, we we, we did we did like go against three teams that were in the top twenty five, right? I mean, Oklahoma State was like number fourteen when we to be I, to be fair. There have been like seventy teams in the top twenty five this year. That's a good point. And like <laughs> Oklahoma's not even in the top twenty five now, and yeah. that was our biggest game of the year. I mean, it's one of those things where at the time they, they were, were overrated. Right. Well, no, at the time they had Bradford in, and then we hit Bradford, and then Bradford went out of the game, and then... Bradford being we, their quarterback, we had him back. They had him back. I mean, he literally was in after being out me, for several games, let me and we took him out in the first if, two if, plays if, of the game. If Bradford was... If Bradford's in their lineup, they're higher ranked than they are than if he's not. Yeah, well, they, they might have won some more games, including probably the Texas game, honestly. I mean, that was a pretty close game. It's true. Oh snap! I mean, I mean, you know. Let's be honest. That's good. Texas schedule this year sucks. I'm a Texas fan. It sucks. I don't want to watch the team play University of Central Florida. No offense if you're an Oregon no. woman that goes to University of Central Florida. <laughs> I, I just I, don't want to see that. I agree with you completely. I want to see I agree play Ohio completely. State. I agree with you completely, but it's not enough for us to like get unranked out of the top three. We're not okay. unranked out of the top three. Who's going to unrank us? TCU? Not going to happen. Iowa? Boo-hoo! Not going to happen. You guys are number two in the AP still, I think, right? Yeah. Ahead of Alabama. Great. So we're going to win the Sports Writers Championship. Well, that's a, that's a third of the BCS ranking. Well, it'll, 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 it's enough to get you to the national championship to play a good team. Yeah. It will be. I mean, as long as you guys stay undefeated, you know you're playing either Florida or Alabama. That's going to be the, the national sto- That's going to be the story at the end of the day. Is that Texas will essentially be rewarded for having this horrible patsy schedule? Now, granted, yeah. we can't we can't affect the conference that we're in. A and M should be better. You, Oklahoma should be better. Nebraska and Colorado should be better. They're just not. What, what the fuck happened in Nebraska? They like totally dissolved. They were a powerhouse for a while, and then they're it really. They're, I mean, they're, they're gone. Same yeah. with like uh, University of Miami. Remember? I mean, they were they they went like. Four years. It went four seasons without being beaten. You're talking about Miami, Florida? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking Miami. They, Her games, right? The last national championship Alabama won was against Miami in the uh, Sugar Bowl. 92 or 93? I mean, th- that team, to me... They were like unstoppable that, back in they the were early 90s. Yeah. Notre Dame just lost to Navy this last week. Navy's going to a bowl. They got the first bowl bid, I think, right? Man, Is that I, right? I, I hate Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> do you? <laughs> God, dude. It's like, how, how, how do you have a mediocre team and yet you have, like... A contract with I NBC. Knew. Yeah, that's the thing. I hate, I hate that NBC. That NBC has a deal with them. It's like, oh, awesome! I get to watch mediocre football every Saturday on they, NBC. They signed that contract decades ago. I mean, they signed they that did. early '90s, I think. And, and it was a bad move on NBC's part that they they locked up the rights to Notre Dame football. They thought, well, this team's so great right now, they got to be great forever. Like who? who, who? <laughs> like Brandon Tartikoff probably made that call, right? It's like who makes that call? I don't know. Probably a Notre Dame alum, honestly. Yeah. You know, no, good call. wants to see his team play. Did you uh, did you go on uh, Jenga Jam last night? Uh, no, I didn't go on, but I was attending Jenga Jam while they talked about RVBTO, the Red versus Blue fan event that takes place every year in Toronto, and they're already laying the groundwork for the next one, which will be, I think, sometime in July of next year. They Any, sound, anything uh, interesting come out of it? 
Um, I don't know. I mean, it, I've, I know a lot about RVBTO already, but I think a lot more people got to learn about it. They yeah, sound like, I was, uh, they sound super organized, which is great. I was listening to it this morning before we started our podcast. Um, Obo Crazy had a news item about, I guess, some Russian coach for a Counter-Strike team, in, I guess obviously in Russia, was trying to train his players to concentrate on the game, so he hired strippers. Oh, I saw that. On, I <laughs> Wait, saw that what? Video. It yeah. was on Destructoid. I saw the images on Destructoid. Yeah, he, uh, he hired strippers to like dance around and try to distract the players away from their game. I heard like Lawrence Taylor used to do stuff like that to the opposition or whatever. <laughs> it would like send them like hookers in the middle of the night. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor just got arrested the other day. What, did? A, what a shock! For what? For a, he got in a car accident. It was a suspected DUI. I think actually, but being I guess Lawrence he Taylor drunk, is a jailable actually. offense, isn't it? Just walking around his LT. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he still has enough like residual drugs in his system to where he tests positive. He is day. one of the most entertaining figures in the history of sports, though. You gotta love Lawrence Taylor. He was great in Tech Mobile. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was great in Tech Mobile. <laughs> I loved him. Uh, Birdie, has, awesome. Birdie has a great Lawrence Taylor story about uh, the day he took out Joe Theismann. <laughs> now, I don't know if the story is true, but this is a story I always heard about Joe Theismann. They, it was probably the most horrific I've, injury I've, of I don't like modern sports. I remember yeah. watching when it happened. It must have been when they just invented replay. And we're using it on a regular basis oh, yeah. for multi-camera angles. They showed essentially both bones in this guy's calf. Break. Joe Theismann. Joe, Joe Theismann. He was tackled by Lawrence Taylor. And you just got to watch his leg crumple inside of his uniform. Bend a really wrong way. Yeah. And they showed it from every angle over and over and over again. They were really just horrific about it. And Lawrence Taylor was kneeling next to him and just... Because Lawrence Taylor did it. Yeah, because Lawrence Taylor did it. Sacked him and did it. And he's there crying. And Joe Theismann apparently was just yelling. because he He's screaming... You can't keep me on this game. I'll be back. I'll be back. And Lawrence Taylor was, you know, really demure. It's apparently saying, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. I hope you'll be better. I'm praying for you." All this stuff. And then Joe Theismann's getting on the on the stretcher. He's like, "I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back." And apparently, I guess Lawrence Taylor just reached his limit of shit talking <laughs> for Joe Theismann. And, and Joe Theismann goes, "I'll be back." And Lawrence Taylor said, "Not today. You won't." <laughs> <laughs> As he's being stretchered away to the ambulance, <laughs> that, that's a, that's a horrible video. It's that might have been, that's funny too because that might be the worst football injury I've ever seen. I mean, that was a potent. I mean, when you see a leg break, like I don't know. That, did you see that Pop Warner video the other day? Oh, with the kid getting level. That was fucked up. Oh, yeah. when they hit head to head. I'm so glad I have a daughter. Man, God, those, those are bad coaches. This Both those kids lowered their heads like battering rams yeah. and, in a drill yeah. and hit oh, each other. Gee, I did not see that. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's like two, like six fun. or seven year old kids. And then, there yeah. was a, and then the, and you just one of the kids just, must have posted that online. Like, it's a good hit. Yeah. It's Idiots. fucking, it's That's, really sad. There was a, something that happened this weekend with a college football player where he dove into the end zone and landed on his head. And uh, the moment he comes out of it, it's like the, his body is like frozen almost. It's like his limbs just go like. Oh, Does he go like knocked out boxer where he's like still trying to punch on the ground? Kind of. Kinda. And it's just yeah, so that's not disturbing cool. to see that. You know? I saw a dude that he let to go in the end zone. Did we talk about Reggie Bush flying six yards? Fuck, dude. That was in mid stride? Awesome. Yeah. No, did we talk about that? He, I don't, I don't think know. we talked about it, but not only did he do it, he did it like he was like, like he was just fucking skipping. He was like, like big step. Yeah. I, I'm just taking a big step from the it's six like, yard line. It's like, it's like a water puddle. I'll just hop over that. Yeah, he scored a Six yard water puddle. Who are they playing? It was the Saints versus. I think there's somebody in the white helmet, but I can't think of it. I don't think it was the Cardinals. Know. Anyway, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing play. This I, is this has got to be the most macho podcast in the history. Here we of our go, country. baby. We're talking about sports. Finally, <laughs> I saw a hit uh, that happened. I saw the replay of it where a guy went to dive into the end zone, and we've all seen that play where the helicopter, the Miami Dolphin guy, gets hit and he does the helicopter. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Well, this was a weird set of circumstances, and you see the whole thing get set up where he gets hit in his legs, and he jumps as he gets hit in his legs, so he kind of 
tilts to the right, and then some other linebacker just comes up and hits him. I'm not kidding. He hit him 12 feet up into the air. Really? <laughs> it was just, you wonder why, and when you see it, you're like, how come this doesn't happen more often? The guy's got to launch straight up in the air because three people hit him in a row, and it just all that force. He ends up 12 feet in the air, and he landed flat on his back in the end zone, and he was out after it happened. It was pretty crazy. Wow. You're going to have a lot of fun link dumping this week. Yeah, I'll have yeah. To, oh, God, I'll have to find all these videos. Jesus. Madden needs to incorporate that into the gameplay. But, but <laughs> the, cra- the, the craziest injury that I've ever heard of, though, in sports is still the guy, and I don't know who it was. He was, um, I want to say he was a lineman, and he was blinded by the ref. Oh, right. The ref threw the flag, just threw a flag, oh, and it right, just so happened yeah. it went came down into his helmet, and the weight hit him in the eye and but blinded no, when you see, when you saw, I remember watching like, that game. When it happened, like, the lineman grabs a flag and, like, throws it on the ground and, like, goes after the ref. And at the time, you're thinking, geez, what an asshole. Why is he going after the ref? And then, like, two years later, you know, you read the story. You picked up the story about how he's in his seventh eye surgery, and yeah. his career is over, and mm-hmm. just like it really messed him up. It's like that hockey player who got his fucking throat slit by the, a skate. The, right. That was oh, horrible. that was fucked up. The, one of the craziest ones I'd ever seen, the sports oh. injury, was when Moises Alou broke his ankle. Do you remember that? That was like in 94 or so. I don't remember Moises when Alou? Moises Alou broke his ankle. Yeah, he was like running. I think he was in the outfield. And he was running to catch uh, a fly ball, and his foot got caught in the turf. And uh, he fell down, and his ankle was like, instead of being like this, was like this and up. His, his toe was pointing this way. Just oh, just to God. demonstrate what Gus is doing, he's saying like this, and he's showing a normal foot, and like this, he's showing something that's horrific. I'll find the video. And you can, I'll, you can hey, see it. Joel, you might remember this. Who was the pitcher in the mid-90s who was pitching a game and threw a ball so hard he broke his arm mid-throw, and they found out he broke it because he had cancer in the arm? Do you remember that? I, oh, remember, I remember that guy, and then I he peeled and made a comeback. And then they won the pennant to go to the World Series, yeah. and he rebroke his arm in the celebration. Yeah, how sad is oh, that, dude? Yeah, I, I remember. That. There's no way I remember the name, but I totally remember. He that was story. a pretty decent pitcher back then too. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I guess that we'll, sucks. Hopefully, guy, we'll find remember, out in the link dump. I remember yeah. Abbott, the guy that had one, who was a pitcher that had Jeff one Abbott. Hand. No, yeah. it was uh, Jim Abbott, wasn't it? Was Jim, Jim Abbott? Abbott? Jim Abbott. The the worst sports injuries by far have got to be. The weightlifting accidents. <laughs> oh. those, those, like, when you see weightlifting accidents, those are always the worst. Like, seeing arms bend backwards and, like, the... Oh, those are the worst. You know what's really odd about this, too? Is that that is that class of injury is just horrifying and you want to look away? Skateboarding accidents, always funny. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't so matter always, what they do. They're always nut shots, right? <laughs> yeah. Or they break their arm and you're like, dumbass. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Well, it's because you're like, if you jump off a roof on a skateboard, you deserve to break something. And I'm a skater, pretty, and pretty I still much. agree with that. Like, you stand on a skateboard, you recognize that what you're about to do is stupid, and when you do something stupid, you just have to deal with the consequences. It's, it's one of those moments where you look back, where all of a sudden you, like, dissolve yourself from the human race, and it's like, what are the, these people are putting themselves on a board with wheels and then trying to jump off a 20? <laughs> Before I was 25, I had three concussions from skateboarding. And it's like, I never once felt like I got robbed I, I or it did, was a bad deal. I knew it. I, I was, did all that stuff, too, as a kid. I was, like, a freestyle bike guy or whatever, and uh-huh. this is ridiculous. Like, I was, I was sponsored. I broke I've broken all you can't break a toe but I fractured all of my toes what? I broke a growth plate in my arm I did so much damage to myself it was unbelievable was this back when the bikes had one big wheel and one little wheel <laughs> was that the kind of bike you had <laughs> it's true I had a really long it was mustache to have a cute curly mustache, <laughs> speaking, mustache. Speaking and of, we'd rescue the girls from the rain ra- fucked ra- up injuries like that my cousin used to be really into motocross and he would do a lot of amateur motocross racing and this is one of the worst I didn't see it, but one of the worst like breaks I've ever heard of. He broke the bridge of his foot. Right. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. The he top broke of his foot. The top of his foot across like 
I, you can't see it, but I'm I'm motioning about three inches up from the toes, just like right across the top. Snap Man, the how fucked up is that? <sighs> That's I just it's sad. You know, I was we were talking about this the other day, and Jeff didn't know. Did you guys know that I was in a diving accident? No, I, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. You told me, you told me the story. Uh, I heard you tell it the other day. I'd never heard it before, a though. A diving accident? Well, who was it that was in here? It was Brandon. It, think, yeah. Brandon sent me a link to... It was just like any video you see online. Don't link this. Don't, yeah, do not link this. And it was just guys, like, jumping off a seawall into the water. And it's just a normal day. And then one dude slips, and he falls about 30 feet on the cement on his face and dies. And it's it's like... The video you never see online. You always see the guys like, oh, you know, and it's like, you okay? He's like, yeah, that was fucked up. You're like, how the hell did that guy live? This is a guy who did not. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, I'm sorry, I'm a little confused. A diver who fu- No, no, no. no. Jump, jumping he, off a he wall. He was diving off a wall, seawall, and had to clear like a, oh, right, a, right, right, a right. sidewalk below them. He did not clear the sidewalk. And, and it was, yeah, so he died. And I can't look at stuff like that or, or even watch any kind of like cliff diving, like where a girl jumps off and gets knocked out or hurts her butt or something like that. Cause I was, <laughs> yeah. in, I was in a diving accident. It's like when I look back on it, I just cringe with horror at how close I came to dying. Cause we were at a party. I was 17. I was in high school. I was drunk. And we were at one of these subdivisions that had like a man made lake in the middle. And we all jumped in the water, and then I jumped out, and then a bunch more people jumped in. Like, this is where the party's going now, is down in the water. And so I went to jump back in, but everybody was where I jumped before. So I went to jump to the left, and I don't know why. I mean, I'm just as, I guess, more a more cautious person. I remember thinking somewhere in the back of my head, don't dive in because you don't know what you're diving into. I jumped in, and I landed on an eight-foot-wide drainage pipe that was like an, uh. inch, an inch under the water. They said it looked like – everybody said it looked like I bounced off the water, and I broke my leg doing it because i jumped down about three or four feet but it yeah, was that sucks. you know when you're you know when you go to make that last step off the stair and you realize there's uh-huh. no other step imagine doing that from six feet high did you cry no i was like what the fuck happened that sucks and i it? actually i broke my left leg and i kind of knew something was fucked up i thought i sprained it i actually drove a, a standard like a clutch oh man <laughs> and believe it or not the pressure of the constant pressure of the clutch on my foot actually felt better but the next day I woke up and my leg was huge and I couldn't move yeah. my foot. And so. It's amazing anyone survives, you know, the age of like 11 to 19. It's we, crazy. Yeah. You know, similarly, we, we found out when Bernie was telling me this, it reminded me when I got stationed when I was in the Army, when I was 18, I got stationed at Fort Hood, uh, which is just about an hour north of Austin, hour and a half north of Austin. I took the bunk. Like I got assigned the room of a guy who three weeks later had died in a diving accident like that, like in Belton Lake. Which is up in you know about about an hour and a half from here, and like I, I like I moved into some dead guy's room. It was really weird and creepy. I, it, I remember being in the Boy Scouts, like at summer camp or whatever. And like while I was there, you know, there was this lake that everyone would go to, and sure enough, some guy dived in, and it's like four feet of water, dived in, hit his head, dove, uh, dove. Thank dove. you so much, Jeff. You're always <laughs> there for me. And uh, no one was around. He was unconscious, and he was like laying. You know, face down in the water mm. for a couple of minutes, and someone you know saw oh the body, and they came and rushed him. You know, and the guy was he was paralyzed from like yeah. the neck down for the rest oh, of his life. Dude. You know, and it's just God, it's mm-hmm. horrible. That and motorcycles, number one cause of paralysis. So the the, remember, the moral of this podcast is to never play sports and never <laughs> dive into anything. And the thing that I always say, always want to point out, never, ever, ever. Light yourself on fire. Safety first, kids. I see so many videos of kids doing dopey things where they're going to light they're, their arm on fire or they're going to the blow thing. fire. You're going to die. You're going to burn to death. I'm going like to combine both your stories about fire and about you moving into the dead guy's uh, room. The room I moved into when I first got to college was the room the, – the previous guy who lived in my room 
had burned down the pub at uh, my college. Is that true? Really? Yeah. He got convicted of arson and had to go to prison because he burned down the did, fucking Did you get to bar. have like all A's that semester? Wow. That's pretty Speaking crazy. of, all right, I'll, I'll go one up on that. I had to sit next to a kid in math class in eighth grade when, or seventh grade when I moved to I moved to New Orleans or the outskirts of New Orleans, which is a fucked up place to live. Sketchy, sketchy dudes. And the kid I sat next to had just gotten out of juvie after being expelled from the school that he burned down. <laughs> I had wow. to sit next to this kid. The it's fucking terrifying. The kid, the, there was someone who sat two seats behind me in my ninth grade history class who went to prison three years later for murdering someone. What? Wow. <laughs> he was a big dude. I was like, I the, the lighting yourself on fire thing is something that's really close to home for me, too, because I have a history <laughs> of almost lighting, almost lighting myself on fire and, and, and looking back across the years going, oh, my God, I can't believe how close I came to die in there. Didn't your mom bust you making napalm once? That's what, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was about... I was about 14, and when, you know, my it's friend down the street... Our generation, like, l- discovering the internet, for our generation, yes. it was discovering the anarchist cookbook. The yeah, anarchist pretty much that's right. you yeah. 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 That's why you got online. Like, now you kids get online to download porn. We got online to download the anarchist cookbook, which was a text file of all these crazy things you could make with household products. And my friend down the street had an Atari 400 computer, or maybe it was an Atari 800, with a 300-baud modem. It, you couldn't. You would transfer a picture in about twenty minutes. Nice. You know, a hundred k picture if such a thing existed. <clears throat> and uh, we got the anarchist cookbook, and it was how you could make napalm with. I don't even want to say it, but because I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't attempt to do well, this. I'm, I'm going to do a, a quick. I'm going to do a quick disclaimer if this is okay. <laughs> you shouldn't look for this anymore because as time's gone on, people have created modified versions of this file with stuff in there that's wrong and that will kill you. Really? Yeah. So, like the, the 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 file that exists now is not the same file we saw back then. So you'll mix two chemicals and you'll die. You'll of die of like chlorine gas. gas. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, please do not look. Just for this thing. just anyway. stay at home and don't do anything. Watch don't click on the link files. in the link dump that Gus is going to put up. <laughs> Kids, what we're saying is watch porn. Yeah. It's way just cooler. Really yeah. play the guitar and watch porn. That's yeah, it. No, Jack like, off, have fun. It's like you, what you said earlier. It's like we're, it's like we're getting worse because we're getting conditioned where all you see is videos on the internet of like something going horribly wrong. But oh, guess what? I survived. You know, and it's like no. You know, I it's mean, amazing the amount of people get hit by cars and survive. But let me let me finish telling this. Yeah, real quick what story. I did was so one of the steps in this was I had to boil a gallon of gasoline on the stove. <laughs> Okay, and I I was I was not a dumb, really dumb kid. I mean, clearly I'm dumber than average if I'm boiling gasoline. But I knew I, we had an electric range and we didn't have open flames and that it could make fumes. So I had a fan going and was blowing. And then my parents were gone, so I started boiling about a quarter of a gallon of gasoline in a pot on the stove. I'm serious, boiling it. And my mom <laughs> comes home and she said the whole place smelled like a mechanic shop because you're boiling gasoline and um. She, I ran it out the back door, this pot of gasoline, and put it outside. And she came out. She goes, "What are you doing?" And she was just like crying, like, mortified. Like, what? I don't understand what this is. And I tried to calm her down, explain the science behind it, and all this. And my dad, who was a, a physicist, <clears throat> you know, she said, get, "Get home right now. You have to talk to this kid. He's a maniac." So my dad comes home. They sit me at the kitchen table. I tried to explain to him what I was doing, and that I didn't think it was dangerous because while it made fumes, there was no open flames, and you couldn't ignite the gasoline. Unless there was an open flame, and my mom's crying, and my dad goes, "Well, technically, he is correct." It's <laughs> <laughs> so definitely my, like your dad. Now my dad is in as much trouble as as I am. But I mean, you know, I now know from 
everything I know about appliances and everything, any one of those appliances in that kitchen could have caused a spark. Yeah. And I would have just been 98% burned across my whole body <laughs> yeah. in one second. Gas the is story like wouldn't the, be nearly as funny. Oh gas my is God. the worst thing ever. It reminds me, I was very bored growing up in Alabama, and so I used to huff a lot of gas. <laughs> and... Uh, Really, uh, I could never have told. Yeah, no, tons. And uh, when I was in the army, get your God, I hope my I hope my mother doesn't listen to this podcast. Anyway, so I was in the army. I was uh, between schools when I was in journalism school, and they would send us every morning to go out and do details, which would be like you would just go into this room and they'd go, "Hey, you, you're going to cut the grass today. Hey, you, you're going to move some lumber. You're going to buff a floor." And one day they go, "Hey, it's winter. This is in Indiana in like November." And they go, "Hey, it's winter. It's time to empty out all the gas in the in the uh, in like the all of the." all of the uh, lawnmowers on this entire base. Uh, you can do that by yourself. And they put me in a room with, like, 30 lawnmowers, and I was responsible for it, siphoning the gas out of it and then into cans for the winter. And I was like, best day of my life. So I started huffing gas, and I got so high and s- so fucked up, I threw up all over myself and passed out, and they had to rush me to the hospital. And I was Jesus. like, I guess I just got overcome by fumes. <laughs> to I, this day, I, that might be the first time I've ever told that story, that I actually was, like, when they were rushing me to the hospital in the back of a pickup truck, it was actually because I was huffing gas. You know, it's almost like environmentalism. It's like, forget going green. It's just like, we need to get gasoline out of the hands of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, we just got to take it out of the scenario. I wonder just, if one day we'll say, like, do you remember we had to stop and fill our cars with fluid? Like, <laughs> that won't make any sense to us no, at I mean, all. when yeah. you think about it, it's like, when you think about it, let, let, let me get this straight. We're going to have these machines that have highly flammable tanks, and we're going to put it a couple feet away from sparks. Yeah, and then from, on every street corner, we're going to have giant tanks of the same flammable, well, highly flammable. Not only that, but the, the flammable f- fluid you're putting in your vehicle powers your vehicle because... Your vehicle's constantly exploding. Constantly exploding. Yeah, yeah four explosions every cycle. If it, you know, an eight-cylinder four, yeah, engine. Four to eight <laughs> yeah. know, explosions, typically. That anarchist cookbook reminds me of how much the world has changed in, like, the last 15 years or so. Because in my high school, everybody had the anarchist cookbook, and we all played around with it and stuff, right? And <clears throat> it reminds me, like, in the ninth grade one time, I got in trouble because I was sitting in the second row, and this kid went up to talk to the teacher. I was in the first row, and the kid went up to talk to my teacher, who I fucking despised. And uh, I pantsed him in front of her, and his dick fell out on her table, and it was like a whole thing, and I had to go to like get some counseling morally and stuff. And uh, I kept it from my parents. They, I, don't, I still don't think they know. Anyway, and so the this is a great got podcast for your mom. Yeah. They don't listen to the and podcast. <laughs> I got, so I, I, from that day on, I was really mad at that teacher, and one day she started saying something to me, and I got pissed. And I was kind of a smartass in high school, and I was like, you know what? I've seen The Terminator, and Michael Bain taught me how to make pipe bombs, and I have the Anarchist Cookbook. I can blow your – and I said, I know what your car looks like and I know where you live. I can follow you home and blow your house up one day. And she goes, go sit in the back of the room. If you did that today, like threaten to blow a teacher with a pipe bomb, you'd be in jail for the rest of your life. You'd be in Gitmo. Yeah, yeah you'd be in Gitmo. fucking terrorism. In like 1989, not a big deal. <laughs> no, dude, that's now, – Now you hear kids wearing like – kids will wear like Scottish kilts to school with like ceremonial knives and the belt buckle that are like historically accurate and they get, they get like expelled. I, I threatened to blow a teacher in her car up. And then nothing happened. That's pretty freaking crazy, Jeff. I mean, that's a really crazy story. I would not have been able to say that to anybody at any point. Well, don't ever piss me off. <laughs> I mean, I, that's, you, it's funny. That's you, pretty wacky. Yeah, you don't grab me as that guy at all, which is just goes back I was to being, the I was being a smartass. I don't think she took me seriously. You, you know what happened to me when I was a kid? Jeff's like that. Jeff's been like that his whole life, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. I went to a high been school like in D.C. Maniac. And when I was at the high school, it, a, a gunman came to my high school and... Uh, held up the principal, and I can't remember to this day if anyone died, but it happened at my high school. Dude, yeah. And, and at uh, Lake Braddock in Washington, D.C. 
And uh, I remember, like, the FBI came and hordes of police came. This school was huge. It was it was from uh, 7th to 12th grade, so it was a huge school, so it had all sections off. And I remember, like, the, you, like, the school went into lockdown, and, like, the different classrooms were, like, locked down. And then, like, cops would come, and, like, certain p- classes were able to, like, get out of the school. And, like, the cops would escort you in the line, you get out of school. And then certain people were, like, trapped there to, like, 10 at night or whatever. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I just went to a shitty school because when I was in the eleventh grade, we had a shootout and a kid got shot in the leg in first period in the hallway, and they didn't even I didn't get to go home. This, they didn't even stop classes. Remember, the, the, it was thing, a normal though, like, day. At the time, like the, it happened. At the time, these things happened, but there was no CNN. Yeah, I guess right. that's true. Yeah, like do you remember bomb threats? There's a thing oh, where yeah. somebody had a test and they call in a bomb threat to the school. Yeah. yeah, like that was a normal thing. If you called in a bomb threat to a school today. That would be we, black helicopters swarming. Yeah. Whenever there was a bomb threat at my high school, like, we'd walk out, and then we'd walk, like, literally, like, you know, there's, like, a driveway where you, like, I guess parents could come and drop off their kids, and we'd, like, walk to the other side of the driveway, like, 30 feet from the school. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And everybody knew it was stupid. Yeah, and I walked over to the principal, and I was like, you know, if there really was a bomb in there, stepping 30 feet away from the building is not going to do anything for us. Yeah. <laughs> it was just an exercise in liability, essentially. Yeah. That reminds me of another time in the 10th grade. I sat next to this girl in math class, and she got called to the principal's office. And I was like, oh, you fucking trouble. And she came back 10 minutes later, and I go, what was it? And she goes, my dad makes me carry a gun, and I put it on the floorboard of my car. And I guess one of the teachers saw it, and I had to explain it. <laughs> yeah, that happened in my school. Had to explain that it. happened that in was my it. high school. She didn't have to like remove the gun or anything. She just had to explain why there was a gun in her car. In the parking lot of the school. In the parking lot of the school. It's, right. it's, it's funny because we, we, we say these stories, and at the time that they happened, like I remember the time that that happened, like the school invasion or whatever, to me and to everyone around me, this is fantastic. This is awesome. It's a holiday. We're going to have a good time. Something interesting. Good yeah. times. Our principal could be shot. Who holds whatever. up a principal? It's celebration, you know? <laughs> whatever. Who That's cares? where the big bucks are. It's all good <laughs> times, right? But now you guys are parents. Yeah. And now you got to go through the same cycle again, except for the other side. Yeah, no. <laughs> if there was a gun at my kid's school, it. I would be. I Dude, would... my kid's four and she's already threatening to break my wife's nose. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm in for bad times. Yeah, you, you, even I grew up like in a small town, and like a kid showed up once with a gun and tried to shoot someone else, and they fought, and the gun went off and like shot a hole in the ceiling, and it was like, all right, she got expelled. But... Back to class. And anyway, it was like there's two female students. She got expelled, but two night, female was, students. Yeah, it was like, all you right, know, everyone go back to class. I mean, honestly, probably stuff like that still happens to this day. I guess. You know, and the person gets expelled, and we just don't hear about it because nothing came of it. We just hear about the r- ridiculous stuff. But, Jeff, I mean, you were genuinely, as a kid, you were you were a maniac. Because you were... How old were you when... Was it elementary school when your mom... <laughs> his mom... No, this is Je- Jeff's in elementary school. So think about this. I was, like, third grade. Third grade. Third grade. Eight years old. His mom's friend came to pick him up because his mom had to work late because she's a nice working lady. So she's a dental fr- assistant. Her friend agreed to come pick up young Jeff. <laughs> so this woman that Jeff sees every day shows up and says, oh, I'm so-and-so's friend. I'm here to pick up Jeff today. The teacher says, okay, Jeff, you know her, right? And Jeff goes, I've never seen her before in my life. This lady's trying to kidnap me. And the, the, the friend is like, okay, haha, Jeff, come on. Really, tell her, tell her who I am that you know me. And Jeff says, I really don't know. I'm kind of scared by all everything that's <laughs> happening right now. It, it got worse because eventually they got me to agree that I knew her. But then I said that the reason I'd lied was because she touched me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <really>? <laughs> God <laughs> damn, dude. What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. Third grade. She's my mom's best friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> so is that the investigation on this lady? Are you serious? Oh, no. 
I had to admit I've never that heard I, that part of the story. I had to admit that I made it up. My mom reminded me of the touching part. I didn't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude, I just... I wow. Just, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys never did stuff like that when you were a kid no, just to have Jesus. fun? You guys never tried to fuck with adults? No, I never fucked with adults as a kid. Never. Oh, see, I didn't have any respect for adults growing up. I, I, I feel like I did, but I never did anything like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. God. Dude, that's I, awesome. Yeah. And, and now your daughter's the same way. I showed you guys this thing that I found sitting on the counter at a convenience store that was a dollar. And it was the mugshots. Oh, right. It was all the mugshots taken in Austin over the course of the last week, and everybody's name and what they were charged with, mm-hmm. and, and a picture, and, and like funny little quips about them, and it was a yeah. whole thing. It was like thirty pages, right? And we see this online. A good example would be like the Smoking Gun does their weekly mugshot archive that they put up, mm-hmm. and to me, that's taking public information and using that for very nefarious purposes, in my opinion, especially if you're making money off of it, because. I, I everyone came here looking at it, wow this guy was busted for DWA wow look at this girl public intoxication I wish I'd have run into her when she was drunk out in public because she's hot and I said I have to point out everyone you're looking at is innocent because and, they and haven't the been charged with no one yet. and no one right. will perceive it that way no right. way everyone yeah. who will read that magazine people everyone all, who will look at every single one of the people that's a guilty person the, mu- the mugshot is the new scarlet letter yeah and the moment somebody gets busted for something and they take a mugshot. The news agencies can put it up wherever you can put it on the cover of a magazine, mm-hmm. the mugshot, and you look like a criminal. It it's is, public it is, record. It is absolutely true. It's like we're so weirdly <laughs> culturally conditioned. A couple of years ago, <laughs> our friend <laughs> got arrested. I'm not going to say why, but she got arrested. And uh, the next morning, Gus was like, I'll be back. And he drove up to the town that she got arrested in to get her mugshot, and he did. Yep. Like, I, I'd never gone about the process before. I was like, I just wanted to see what I, it was like. Yeah, I was like, I want to get a mugshot. Wait, wait, wait. And, wait. and they were like, do you, do you know what, what the, you know? what the case number is. I was like, no, I know the person's name. And they're like, all right, sit here. And then like, I sat down and then like, you know, five minutes later, they're like, all right, here you go. Why? You know, <laughs> Did you do that? Why not? Because you just wanted... Pictures. We just wanted it because we thought it'd be funny in a funny photo and we could make fun of her with it. Uh, well, I wanted it to be her, her, her employee photo at the place we used to work <laughs> at. Wow, that's, that's fun. that is funny. You oh. know, the smart thing to do is not to be hide what she did or what she was arrested for, but to hide her name. That might have been, <laughs> been a better idea. I got your email yesterday regarding Child's Play. What's going on with Child's Play? Oh, yeah. we're trying to figure out who's going to go and who wants to go to the charity oh. dinner. Do you want to go? Uh, maybe it depends on what it is. It's in Seattle at December 8th, I think, or thereabouts. Very fun time. Cool. I wore a tux when I went. Nice. Yeah, we uh, we, we tried to wear like red and blue tuxes that one year, right? Is that what we yeah, did? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't have actual red and blue tuxes, so we wore like... You need to Tuxes connect. that had red and blue, I don't know. Cumberbunds or something? Cumberbunds, yeah. Well, Child's Play's already up to a quarter of a million dollars this year. No, it's fast. That's a juggernaut. That's pretty cool. Of help. Let me ask you a question. When I'm reading a blog, and it says find out more information after the jump, what the fuck is the jump? It's like I, where it says, like, continue or Or there's a block, more. an ad or something in there? Yeah, something. I think that's come to mean just something entirely different, because people will say... Read about it after the jump, and then the next paragraph has the yeah, I, think tip- I can answer that if you'd like. Oh, please. Uh, the jump is a newspaper term. So, like, when you read an article above the fold on the front page of a newspaper, you're only going to read the first four or five paragraphs, and then you jump to page six. So it'll say, like, continued on page six. That's, That's right. called a jump. That's right. And so people are just using that terminology for the internet when you get, like, an abbreviated news post, and right. then you have to click on it to go to the next yeah, page. Yeah, I always thought it was, like, when there's, like, an abbreviated news post on the front page, and you click, like, read more, and it loads, like, the page with the whole story. Yeah, that's the jump. It's, it's newspaper terminology. Mm. 
But it seems like a lot of people use it, like how Bernie's saying, how like they'll insert an advertisement or something else, and then like after the jump sure. means after the ad. But then there won't be an ad sometimes. Right. It's just, maybe they're I'm just, seeing an archive version like of it. They double space, and then there, yeah. there's, there's a the rest of the article. It's like a dramatic pause before you find out that there's going to be a patch for Warcraft. Do you know what the budget for Avatar is, Joel? No, what is it? <laughs> no, wait, 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 if you had to guess. What did you guess? Knowing that Titanic came out, it was $200 million, most expensive film of all time, when it came out. This is 15 years later, whatever. I was, later. Gonna, I was going to say $160 million, but now maybe that's low? Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's estimated to be $500 million. $500 million. That seems impossible to me. But if, that, that number, they're rolling global marketing uh, into that number as well. Well, they should. I mean... Yeah, which they did for Titanic, too. Yeah. $100 million. Yep. It seems like you should just... I mean, I mean, I feel like I should go to the theater and just have an orgasm while watching. The second highest grossing film of all time is The Dark Knight. It made like $520 million. <laughs> It would barely so have made money. If James Cameron just... Avatar is the second highest grossing film of all time, it would clear like 4% profit or something. The, and that the figure, they're also figuring in money that Cameron's put in out of pocket and like all the money that's actually being used to make... Oh. They, they say that the official budget will probably turn out to be $260 million. It's not a real budget, though. Yeah, but... It's the, a big pocket. Yeah. I mean, if you can make it that that much of a difference, although I gotta say it'd be pretty cool to have the number one and number two highest grossing. It'd be pretty fucking cool. Back well, to I, back, the trailer's tremendous. If so we'll see. Five hundred million dollars buys you effects well, that I've seen. That's, I mean, those the Avatar guy creatures don't look good to me. That I think I think you'll be surprised when you see it in the film, like in the big screen. You, I, I hate saying this, but I'm really excited to see that movie on the IMAX in 3D. Yeah, I am too. I know that's so well, gimmicky, I, I, and I know no, I hate. No, 3D, no. I mean, but... I, I'm, I'm excited to see anything on IMAX, just because it's like it should look cool with the effects or whatever. But I'm not. I'm the story. I'm you know. Really? Did you see the latest trailer that kind of explains the story? I thought it was awesome. It came out two weeks ago. Maybe I haven't. Ugh, pretty it's, cool. It's yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, we talked about it. Last oh week. yeah, I guess you were, it might have been Jack in here last week. Yeah, it was Jack in here last week. It's a very cool trailer. Very very cool, and you get a sense of what the movie's about, and it's, it seems really interesting. <laughs> I found a really cool thing online. While we're What's talking that? about fantastical nutty stuff, uh, I found a site called thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com, and it's presented as a story of a guy who is walking his dog in the desert, and something happens, and he has an accident, and he hits his head, and when he wakes up, he's somewhere else. What he's saying is an alternate dimension. Okay, he was in the same place, but in a different dimension, and he went in and talked with somebody. It was an alternate reality. And the guy that he spoke with, they determined that he was from a different timeline as the guy that he was talking to. And in the timeline where he was, the Beatles had never broken up. And that was a big deal. And this guy had mixtapes because they hadn't had CDs either for whatever reason. And so he had this mixtape that he had made from recording Beatles songs. And he, I guess recording them off the radio. And then the guy came back to his own timeline but had the tape in his hand. And he has new recordings from the Beatles that he has now posted online. Does that make sense? What? That's so... That's the craziest thing I've ever Convoluted heard. and crazy. I, I know what you're so saying. So can you listen to these recordings? You can. He posted them online. Does it sound... Let's... This is from Everyday Chemistry by the Beatles. I want to hear audio. Yeah, I want to hear it. 
presumably it, it, it's from an eighties album. It sounds what you think it would sound like, doesn't it? It does sound like what you'd think it would sound like. How did like. he do that? Nobody knows really. He Some, well, he was in the desert and he hit his head. Is he still pur- purporting that this is true? Yes, that he's sticking to his story that this is how he got these songs. I didn't meet my phone. I'm sorry. It's my wife. I just thought it was really interesting. That's, that's interesting. I, I, that's I, I, some I, John Titer shit right there. Yeah, that's, exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> that's like pretty cool. Tider. You have to send me a link to that, or I'll check the link down. And yeah. he's got ten songs that are all that are all linked there uh, and, from the mixtape that and he brought did back. He bring anything else back? Other he than just the he had it with him or something. I'll admit the story is really, really, really long, and I just kind of skimmed it and then sure, started listening sure. to the songs. And I, I, it was linked from another blog that I got it. Hmm. So I think um, I'd heard about that. Seems like a cool idea. That's pretty fucking cool. The best thing about the internet to me is crazy weird crap that is like X Files crap that comes out of nowhere. That's this crap. This is yeah. the best thing about the internet to me. Well, it's just creativity, right? Like the it's like it's like you have a- instant access to the collective creativity of every single person that has a computer, and that's pretty cool. To me, the new entertainment. The new entertainment is this is not a story. This is like we're just going to throw this on you and you're going to consume it and it's like some sort of weird thing. Sure. It's almost like uh, what was a movie about the kids who go into the Star forest? Star Trek. <laughs> kids who go into the forest. Where the wild things are. Blair Witch Project? Blair Witch Project. Oh, Thank right. you. Like that, how, they pre- how they presented that for the first – that's got to be the new way to do stuff. You know, those guys are coming back now and talking about probably because of paranormal activity – they're talking about coming back and making a sequel to the Blair Witch. There already was a sequel, the quote unquote true sequel. But yeah, they didn't. Oh, there was okay. a studio made it. They didn't yeah. make it. But that's the thing. You shouldn't tell us you're going to do that. You should just make a weird thing and throw it out. I there. mean, that was the coolest thing about the Blair Witch Project is that we found it was online before anyone knew it, that it was a movie. And there was that moment where we didn't really. If, I mean, obviously it was a movie. That's the thing. If you can get people to buy into the premise before they've actually entered the theater or whatever, yeah. you've, you've won. They, yeah. were, they were seriously promoting it as if it was found footage. Yes. Right. That's, that's the way to do it. That's they, kinda... they, they put it out there. They leaked it out there. And like we watched it three or four times, you and I, Gus, yeah. before we knew knew for sure that it was a movie. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Yeah, and I bet... I bet like, it was when ten you... times scarier because of that. I bet, right? And I yeah. bet it was like that's... Has, to me, that, that sort of event is unequaled. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. To me, when I'm on that level and I'm watching something in that way, I can't think of anything that competes with it. No, absolutely not. It was pretty cool. It was very cool. Pretty cool. And the weird thing about that one to me was I also remember everyone pirated that movie and watched it. I was on monitors at work at the call center, and I kept telling tell people to turn it off. And everyone had seen it, but they still lined up around the block to see it when it came out in theaters. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty interesting to me. We We're saw Jeff, it on open. Jeff, yeah, Jeff and I saw it opening day at the Adobe, and uh, the line, like you said, was out and around the block. It's it crazy. True. Whatever happened to those people, like Heather Donahue? I mean, were they ever in anything else after that? I don't know. I remember. I remember like Heather Donahue being on Letter Leno talking about uh, like her career and things that were coming up, but I don't know if they ever really went anywhere. We should look that up. We should link them. That. What about the guy yeah. with the kick that fucking man? <laughs> kicked in the, fucking, kicked river. In the fucking river. That man was useless. Did you see the uh, supposed Halo Reach screenshots that were leaked online? Yeah, they were weird looking. I don't know. Ah, so what do you mean weird? I don't know. Like the first level to me was like all green and blue and it looked like it was in a cemetery or something. Oh, I think it was like – I think they were – Taken with a camera. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just, just was hard like... to make anything out of them. When I when I first saw those pictures, I was asking myself, I wonder how much of like of that is just like, I don't know, like they throw up menus or whatever that aren't going to be finalized or just using old Halo Three things or whatever. But you know, I don't know. I gotta I, say, I'm skeptical too. I mean, I I the fact that Halo Reach screenshots are leaked 
one week before Modern Warfare 2 comes out, that's... I'm skeptical of that. I also, like, if I'm the guy that's going to leak Halo screenshots for a game that's not going to come out for, I don't know, what, a year or two, or however long it's going to be until that game comes out, I'm not going to put my name on the screenshot, fucking handwritten, Tom Morello. Yeah. I don't know. I can see... Which is also the name of a guy from Rage Against the Machine, right? Did, I can see a lot of people it, doing that, though, because it's like yeah. people are still hungry for attention. They're just like, look but, at me. I, I, don't, I don't know how this would have happened anyway. We've been up to Bungie before, and it seems like security is always real tight. Well, what did he say? There was a story behind that. Like, he got at an MLG event, he got access to it or some bullshit. I don't know. That sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah, Total I don't bullshit. Know. Sound, sounds fishy to me. I mean, yeah. our experience with Bungie is they don't show anything until they're ready to show it. Yep. And not and not a second beforehand, and not at some fucking in the back room of some MLG event. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff too. That left there was a Left 4 Dead leak trailer too. Um, the Left 4 Dead two two one, and I don't know if they've made an official release of that or anything. But you think once something's leaked, they just go oh, fuck it. Let's put out the real one. The only yeah. time I buy a leak is if there's some sort of connection with somebody who works there. The only time yeah. I buy a leak is if there's a lawsuit involved. There you go. Hmm? Or well, if there's he- like legal action taken. This guy putting his name over the top of it like that, I, I'm actually surprised more people don't do that. Because you look at, say, something like the Wolverine thing, the the movie that was leaked a month before Wolverine came out, or two months before Wolverine came out. Why do that? Why go to all the trouble to get it, encode it, put it out there, take this work away from the people that are working on it, give it away to everybody else, and then there's no reward for it at all. There's absolutely no purpose to do that. Yeah, nope. but you put... I, I, obviously, you want some kind of accolades, but you put your fucking name on it and you put a bullseye on yourself. Hey, sue me. Yeah, but the whole, system, me. the whole system doesn't make sense. I don't understand why people do that in general. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make head. any sense. You know, it's like lighting yourself on I, fire. I, it's like, what's the <laughs> upside? What yeah. is the upside for doing this? I mean, because it, it's not like all the people who downloaded it are going to come screaming to your defense and help you out when you're when you're in court paying you know eighty thousand dollars for all your lawyers to defend yourself well they will defend you on forums all right they'll, they'll, make, they'll make a hell of a petition well here's the right? question i mean is this guy going to get sued like will that happen? I, I don't know no, i think that's what gus is saying it's like okay where's let's where's yeah, the let's, lawsuit let's, or the investigation yeah let's see a legal reaction then i'll believe it yeah that's a good point if, if i mean no we've never reaction, seen it it's... we've never seen it in the past right have we have you have you known of a case where somebody leaked a game and then got sued? Fuck yeah, dude! Activision just did it. Some Ooh. dude was selling illegal copies of Call of Duty to Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare 2, Two on fucking Craigslist. Activision found out who he was and sent the cops to his house and arrested him. But wait, another prosecutor. Like him. is that? But I mean, in terms of leaking, not selling video games. Like, yeah, but he was. Oh, I mean, he was selling the game before it came out. I don't know what the deal is with leaking. Yeah, I mean, it's no, the it first like, thing every video it. game company makes you do, or I, at least I've heard they do this is make you sign these lengthy NDAs, and I'm assuming anyone who comes in contact with the footage would have signed something. Any game. I'm not mm-hmm. just talking about Halo Reach or anything like that. You would absolutely think so. And right. So, yeah, so where is it, right? Where's the other shoe? We have yet to see it. It's a mystery. So, I think what we're all saying is we hope this guy goes it, to it, might, it might be up, up the guy's asshole. <laughs> they might be kicking him. I just this. don't think it's real. He brought it back around. I don't, I, don't, I don't buy that it's legitimate in any way. You don't buy the screenshots well, that, real? No. no yeah, I, see, I don't that would I think it's a fake screenshot. Yeah, absolutely. That would explain it. Yeah. it. It's like the old screenshots you saw, like dual-wielding swords and stuff like that. Yep. It's a, yeah. I think it's a Photoshop. And it's it's done well enough to where it looks like it's well, taken on a camera. It's not necessarily that it's done well enough. It's that it's low enough fidelity. It's that camera that's yeah. kind of shaky exactly. and things are out of focus. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I agree with you. Completely. And who's to say what that game looks like more than a year out from its release? Right. I don't know when it's coming out. Yeah, like, why even... Like, Borderlands wasn't even a cel-shaded game until, like, six months before it came out. And they had to yeah. update all their screenshots and stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see mm-hmm. what Reach looks like right now. Because God knows it's going to change ten times. Yeah. Well, I, I do remember, though, that there was a somebody who was a Microsoft employee's kid leaked a video of the alpha multiplayer beta that, I for Halo that. 3. That's how people found out about Last Resort. Yes, and they, they he had that, that Last Resort uh, firefight. Um, I should say firefight, that's an actual mode now, but he was playing Slayer on uh, Last Resort and leaked the video, and it, it had burned on there the, his, the employee's name. So the dad got busted, from what I understand, for that whole thing. Or he put his dad in jeopardy of his job, you know? Because he wanted to tell, show his buddies that he was playing Halo 3. So dumb. Kid. It's, it's yeah. the next generation of boiling gasoline on the stove. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's, no like all the, it's like all the excuses we hear on our website. Oh, it wasn't me. It was my brother using my account. You know, yeah. boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo, yeah. I, uh, I didn't mean to do I it. Was my kid brother. It's funny how there's like sort of just like seven general excuses, and then you see those same seven general excuses again and again and kid again. Kid brothers are the scourge of the internet. It's always my kid brother did it, or it's my so and so just died, and I'm sorry, I just I'm in a really bad mood because so and so died, and I just I was just I'm going through a really rough patch, I'm going through yeah. tough times. I just, so I thought I'd take it on everyone else anonymously. So I thought well, I'd send this shock image out. I don't know. We've heard it all before. Dealing with my grief. The uh, the thing too is like you know that dad went home and said, well, I hope your buddies like the movie you made of Halo Three because they can buy you Christmas presents this year. Yeah, no shit. Dad's gonna be on the unemployment <laughs> line. All right. so, Anything else we had to talk about before we wrap up? Uh, I guess not. Oh, um, you guys one. didn't see V yet, did you? No. Nope. All right, well, why don't you guys – I'm going to give you guys homework. Go watch V, and then we can talk okay. about it next week. Right. Go watch three seasons I, of Mad Men, since you're giving me that homework. All right, I'll do that. I'll watch, you I watch have, one episode have, of V, and I'll watch three seasons of Mad Men. I have one thing to say about V. It's like, well, maybe I should just wait for it. I'll just wait sure. for it. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Toodles. They're, they're aliens. Spoiler. Oh, shit. <laughs>